0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: On the air, and we're talking about our favorite way to fly, Eastern Airlines. We're on twice weekly now, Thursday afternoon, with REPA, the retired Eastern Pilots Association radio hour at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, and the Eastern Airlines radio show every Monday at 7 p.m. Both broadcasts are live call in shows, and we welcome your comments on the air. Our hosts are from around the U.S. and our listeners from around the world. Yes, we have identified over 50 countries around the world who regularly listen in. My name is Neil Holland, a retired Eastern captain and producer of the show, and I hope you enjoyed tonight's broadcast. We hope to bring some smiles on the faces of our listeners tonight. And now, Chuck Albright, our announcer, will get the show in the air. Chuck, it's all yours.
2: Thank you very much, Captain. Hello, Eastern family and friends. As our producer said, we're glad you're with us for more Eastern talk, news, and information. As he said, my name's Chuck Albright. I'm coming to you live from the villages, Florida, about 70 miles north of Orlando. Our producer, Captain Neal, is in St. Augustine, and our hosts are scattered all over the country. Captain Mike Scott's in the New York area on Long Island, as with Captain George Jinn. Dorothy and Don Gagner are, are in the villages with me. They're a little farther north. And Jim and Carrie Holder are in the Atlanta area. Mark Carter, our new Eastern 301 reporter, is in the Miami area. Hello, one and all. Mr. Producer, if you see any of our other regulars, please let me know. From all our hosts, welcome, and thank you for listening and calling the show over the past nine years, or we're coming right along. You have truly made us the radio voice of Eastern Airlines. We'd love to hear your comments and share your memories with the Eastern listeners from around the world during the broadcast. If you haven't called a show before, all you need to do is call 213-816-1611, just say hello, and Talk to us on the air, live every Monday evening at 7 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. Many of our listeners choose to listen by computer using the radio icon on our homepage at www.ealradioshow.com or perhaps by signing in at the site of our provider, Blog Talk Radio, at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Captain Remember to abbreviate the word CAPT to C-A-P-T. Should you wish to talk during our live broadcast, feel free to use our call-in number, 213-816-1611 at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Let me repeat the number so you can write it down for your Monday night visits. By the way, tell your friends about us, 213-816-1611. Our membership is growing. We're now up to over 1,047 Eastern family and friends. And don't forget, you can listen to any of our 467 Monday night broadcasts and 100-plus Thursday broadcasts by simply going to blogtalkradio.com forward slash Captain Eddie. That's C-A-P-T-E-D-D-I-E and scrolling down through the archives of the broadcast. Each episode is briefly described. We're nearing our 600th episode now, and all
3: because of
2: listeners like you wanting to talk about Eastern Airlines. Our lines are always open for calls, and if you choose not to participate and talk live with our hosts, we ask you to please mute your phone, as our producer does not have the capability of filtering out background noises, such as barking dogs and slamming doors and ice cubes and beverages and ringing telephone uh, phones. That's why we put the mute feature on phones. Now I see we're number one for takeoff. So, Captain, let's get flight 467 in the air.
4: Eastern 467, this is Kennedy Tower. You're cleared for takeoff.
5: Roger, uh, Kennedy. Eastern 467, Uh, if I ever find this takeoff button, wherever it is, we'll be on the roll.
6: Wind 10024, runway 13 right, cliff takeoff.
2: When you need the
0: sun, there's only
2: one. Eastern Super 7 vacations to Florida, Mexico, the Bahamas, the Caribbean. One low price for airfare, hotel, and more. One week to do whatever you choose. Super 7 vacations how little they cost, how much they offer.
0: When you need the sun. Well, folks,
6: you can't really make this stuff up. It oh, my name is Ticklish Reuben from way down in Vermont. I've been tickled by almost everything. I've been tickled by a feather. I've been tickled by a wasp. I've been tickled by a yellow bumblebee. Ha, ha, ha. Ha
0: ha ha actually happened. Yeah. To
1: hey. <laughs> go ahead, Carrie. <laughs> Let's see if I can get Carrie. Okay. There she is right there. Carrie. No, I don't think I have her. So, Click there. there. You have me? Okay. Go ahead, Carrie.
7: If you haven't already done so, please throw your carry on luggage underneath the seat in front of you or in the overhead bin. Please take your seat and fasten your seatbelt. And also make sure your seat back and folding trays are in their full upright position. If you are seated next to an emergency exit, please read carefully the special instructions card located by your seat. If you do not wish to perform the functions described in the event of an emergency, please ask a flight attendant to reseat you. We remind you this is a non smoking flight. Smoking is prohibited on the entire aircraft, including the lavatories. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the lavatory smoke detectors is prohibited by law. If you have any questions about our flight today, please don't hesitate to ask one of our flight attendants. Thank you.
1: Okay, Carrie.
7: Do you hear a baby crying, Don? I think it's coming from about midway in the cabin, but I did a seatbelt check and I did not see a baby. Come with me and let's go see if we can find the crying child.
8: Sure, Carrie. Let's uh, let's see if someone's just playing a joke on us. <laughs>
7: This is where it's the loudest, but no sign of a baby. It can't be. It just can't be. Don, reach up and open the overhead. Be careful. There might be a baby short in there. Oh, for heaven's sakes. Ma'am, is this your baby, and why on earth did you place the baby in the overhead? Oh, yes, it's my baby. Is there a problem
4: with him being there? I thought it was okay to put him there. He's securely fastened in his carry-on seat. I have never flown before, and I just thought it would be a safe
7: place for my baby. No, ma'am, it is not where you carry a child. Your lap is where he should be and buckled in with your seat belt around the two of you.
3: As the flight attendant took the infant down and placed him in the arms of the mother, the two flight attendants walk away shaking their heads. This actually happened on a flight just before takeoff while one of her colleagues was finishing the safety briefing. Farida Boland, a flight attendant and senior purser for over a decade, heard a baby crying, but she couldn't figure out where the sound was coming from. Believe it or not, Farida explained, this wasn't a sign that the woman was a bad mother. Rather in some cultures it isn't uncommon for first time flyers to be under the impression that the overhead bin isn't just a place to stow carry on luggage, but also a briefy a perfectly comfy sleeping cove for a newborn or infant baby. <laughs>
2: This maintenance humor in the past shows it's always worth repeating as cockpit crew members write the darnest maintenance items for maintenance to repair after each flight pilots fill out a form it's called a gripe sheet it's actually a, a logbook but the, which tells the mechanics about problems with the aircraft the mechanics correct the problem document their, their repair on the form and then the pilots review the gripe sheet or log book, whatever you want to, the difference, before the next flight. Never let it be said that ground crews lack a sense of humor. Here are some actual maintenance complaints submitted by pilots and the solutions recorded by maintenance engineers. The pilot wrote, Mouse in cockpit, man and the mechanic said. Cat installed. <laughs> pilot said, left main tire almost needs replacement. Mechanic said, almost replace left inside main tire. <laughs> the test flight okay, okay, except Autoland very rough, mechanic said. land not un- installed on this <laughs> aircraft. Now I'm wondering who was flying the airplane. Sometimes Something's loose in the cockpit. Something tightened in the cockpit. This is a good one. Dead bugs on windshield. Live bugs on backorder. (laughs) I like that one. Autopilot in altitude hole mode produces a 300 feet per minute descent. Mechanic said, cannot reproduce problem on the ground. Reasonable. (laughs) Evidence on the right main landing gear Mechanic Evidence removed (laughs) Uh, Pilot wrote up Number two propeller seeps prop fluid Now I'm going to have to defer this To the older pilots Number two propeller seeps normal One, three, and four propellers Lack normal seepage (laughs)
0: Uh, well. DME
2: volume unbelievably loud. DME volume set to a more believable level. <laughs>
5: Mr. Scott. And Chuck, yeah, I took an aircraft the other day and found these write-ups from the pilot's side. And the friction locks cause throttle levers to stick. And the maintenance wrote up says, that's what they're for. <laughs> and then next one is the... Pilots wrote up IFF inoperative. Of course, that's uh, identify friend or foe, for those who don't remember, left over from World War II. And then, of course, the right, the answer was IFF always inoperative in the off mode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Pilot yeah. suspected uh, the suspect cracking windshield. And the mechanic said, suspect you're right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pilot write-up, number three, engine missing. Maintenance said, engine found on right wing after a brief search. (laughs) Pilot wrote up, aircraft handles funny. The maintenance said, aircraft warned to straighten up and fly right and be serious. (laughs) Pilot, radar hums. And maintenance, reprogrammed target radar with lyrics. And the best (laughs) for (laughs) last, pilot (laughs) wrote... Noise coming from underneath the, end of the instrument panel sounds like midget pounding on something with a hammer. Maintenance has took hammer away from midget.
0: <laughs>
5: <laughs> and finally, this one is from our producer's maintenance log upon picking uh, up the continuation of a trip by another crew. Magnetic compass off more than correction card allows it to be off as determined by aligning the aircraft on a sur- survey lines on the land below flight path. Maintenance says, could not correct on account of not being able to adjust the earth to that of the compass. <laughs> True story.
0: <laughs>
5: <laughs>
2: they actually have a, a thing called a cu- compass rose on the ground.
7: <laughs>
1: I'm getting my laughter off. <laughs> okay, all right, continue on, Mike.
5: Okay, all of our maintenance friends will like this true story submitted by lead mechanic's wife. The Big Ten eleven was going through what was known as a D-check, whereupon the seats and the carpeting are removed, laying bare the naked floor structure. The assignment was given to workers who were not mechanics, but they were there to assist maintenance in getting the check done as soon as possible and returning the aircraft back to service. It, that was the, to unscrew all the inspection covers so that maintenance could inspect underneath the area for any problems that could, could exist. After the lead mechanic instructed the helpers how to do this assignment, a lady helper began to perform the task in hand, at hand by unscrewing hundreds of screws and many inspection panels along the floor of the aircraft. After completing the refastening of all the last screws back into the covers and inspection plates and panels along the floors, and ready to climb down the ladder at the end of the day, our female helper shouted down to the lead mechanic, that's all the screwing I'll ever be doing. <laughs> a follow-up note to this story, the lead mechanic and the helper married a bit later and live on the east coast of Florida. It's a true story. The moral of this story is you can meet a, a be- a better, your better half in the strangest places doing the strangest things, including while you're screwing around.
0: <laughs> well let's uh let's break away yeah
9: there we go let's break away from the airline human look at life's funny aside retirement You can retire to Arizona where, one, you are willing to, if you're willing to park three blocks away from your house because you found shade. You've experienced (laughs) condensation on your rear end from the hot water in the toilet bowl. It does get hot out there. (laughs) (laughs) Listen to this one. You can drive for four hours in one direction and never leave town. Uh, You have over 100 recipes for Mexican
0: food, and you
9: know that dry heat. It's comparable to what hits you in the face when you open your oven door at 500 degrees. That's just
0: outside. <laughs>
9: Number six, the four seasons are tolerable, hot, <coughs> really hot. And are you kidding me?
0: <laughs> what
9: about retiring in California? We got something out there, too. You can make over $450,000, and you still can't afford to buy a house. The fastest part of your commute is going down your driveway. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you, you know how to
9: eat an artichoke. I figured out how to do that. If when someone asks you how far something is, you tell them mile long it will take to get there rather than how many miles it is. Four seasons. Here they go: fire, flood, mud, and drought. Oh, and one more: shake, rattle, and roll. That's also known as the earthquake
3: cycle. <laughs> California. All right, Jim. Those were good. Now. If you're thinking about retiring up north, and why anyone would consider doing that, I have no idea whatsoever. You can retire to New York City where, when you say the city, you expect everyone to know that you mean Manhattan. You can get into a four-hour argument about how to get from Columbus Circle to Battery Park, but you can't find Wisconsin on a map. (laughs) You think that uh, Central Park meets the definition of nature. You also you believe that being able to swear at people in their own language makes you multilingual. Uh, now, you also worn out a car horn. That is, if you have one, a car. You think, you think that eye contact is an act of aggression, and you like traffic grid locks. Or, now, if that doesn't meet your fancy, you can retire to Minnesota where... You only have three spices. Those are salt, pepper, and ketchup. (laughs) Halloween costumes have to fit over your Parker. You have 17 recipes for a casserole. (laughs) Sexy lingerie is anything flannel with less than eight buttons on it. (laughs) And four seasons are almost winter, winter, still winter, and then comes road repair.
0: (laughs)
7: If you retire to the deep south Where you can rent a movie And buy fish bait in the same store uh, I like that. Y'all Is singular and all y'all Is plural yeah. He needed killing is a valid defense
0: <laughs>
7: And everyone has Two first names Billy Bob, Jimmy Bob, Joe Bob, <laughs> Betty Jean, Mary Beth, Lou Ann, <laughs> Carrie Sue, etc.
0: Sue.
7: thing is, either in yonder, over yonder, or out yonder.
0: <laughs>
7: <laughs> you can say anything about anyone as long as you say "bless his heart" at the end. <laughs> And then and if you and the staff don't get along, you might want to move to Colorado where you carry your three thousand dollar mountain bike atop your five hundred dollar car.
0: <laughs>
7: you tell your husband to pick up granola on his way home so he stops at the daycare center.
0: Oh nice.
7: <laughs> a pass does not involve a football or dating. And the top of your head
0: is bald, but you still have a ponytail. <laughs> yeah. Well, Terry, if, if you still yeah. haven't
7: found paradise, yeah. Uh-huh.
9: Then if you haven't found paradise, why not consider moving to Nebraska or Kansas? Where you've never met any celebrities, but the mayor knows your name. That's nice. <laughs> your idea of a traffic jam is three cars waiting to pass the tractor. <laughs> You have to, you have to have, you have had to switch from heat to air conditioned on the very same day.
0: <laughs>
9: and every sentence with the preposition. Where is my coat at? <laughs> and here we back to Florida again. You can retire down there to Florida. You eat dinner at three fifteen in the afternoon because you have a senior discount.
0: <laughs> All the purchases
9: include a coupon of some kind, even for houses and cars. <laughs> everyone, everyone can recommend an excellent cardiologist, dermatologist, <laughs> <laughs> parcheologist, nurse,
0: or an orthopedist. That sounds familiar. Rose yourself to every
9: inch anywhere in the state, and that is a fact.
0: Uh, yes, Here's true. the
9: best one. Well, maybe the next one. Cars in front of you often appear to be driven by headless people. That's
0: <laughs> <laughs> to say, uh, Frank. That's true. Playing
9: canasta on the beach is the highlight of your day.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Or not. (laughs) And,
4: Jim, what would our show tonight be without finding the lighter side of COVID-19? Classified ad.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Come on, Dorothy. You can do it.
0: <laughs> it ain't that bad. Come on. It ain't that bad. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: it's funny. <laughs> A single man with toilet paper, six women... <laughs>
0: <laughs> How about a single man in come on, you can get to it. Come on, <laughs> let's do
3: it.
4: And a good, clean, fun.
3: Half of
0: us
4: are going to come out of this quarantine as amazing cooks. The other half will come out with a drinking problem.
0: <laughs> <clears throat>
4: I used to spin that toilet paper like I was on Wheel of Fortune. Now I turn it like a. practice social distancing from the refrigerator. Still haven't decided where to go for Easter, the living room or the bedroom. (laughs) Every few days, try your jeans on just to make sure they fit. Pajamas will have you believe all is well in the kingdom. (laughs) Homeschooling is is going well. Two students, students suspended for fighting and one teacher fired for drinking on the show. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anyone expected <clears throat> that when we changed the clocks, we'd go from the standard time to the twilight zone. <clears throat> so after this quarantine, will the pro- producers of my 600-pound life just find me or must I find them? <laughs> day number five went to this restaurant called the kitchen. You have to gather all the ingredients to make your own meal. I have no clue how this place is still in business. <laughs> 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 My body has absorbed so much soap and disinfectant lately that when I pee, it blinks into it.
0: I'm gonna read that again. Read that again. Come on, no
4: laughter. So much soap and disinfectant lately that when I pee, it cleans the toilet. (laughs) I'm so excited. It's time to take the garbage. What should I wear? (laughs) I hope the weather is good tomorrow for my trip to Puerto Backyard. I'm getting tired of lost loving Wilmot. The last one, better six feet apart than six feet under.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Dang
8: it. (laughs) (laughs)
5: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right, Thanks, George. This, okay? <laughs> Still laughing
5: over the first one.
8: Hey, Dorothy, the economy is so bad.
4: It is so bad, why?
8: My neighbor got a pre-declined credit card in the mail.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
8: CEOs are now playing miniature golf. Yeah. Retirement funds, COVID-19, etc. I called the suicide hotline. I got a call from a Pakistani, uh, from the Pakistani center. When I told him what I was going to commit suicide, he got all excited
0: <laughs> and he asked me if I could drive a truck.
3: I also found this timely Because today I was in a store that sells sunglasses And only sunglasses You know, a place like the Sunglass Hut Or whatever they call it And this young lady walked over to me And she asked, what brings you in today? So I looked at her very solemnly and I said, "Well, you know, I'm interested in buying a refrigerator." And of course, she didn't know quite how to respond. I was thinking, and also thinking about old age, and decided that old age is when you still have something on the ball, but you're just too tired to bounce it anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, when when people uh, today, when people see a cat litter box, they also ask, "Oh, have you got a cat?" And just one time, I want to say. No, it's for the company to use. (laughs) Now, employment application uh, blanks always ask who is to be called in case of an emergency. Well, I think we all should write, call an ambulance. Uh, The the older you get, the tougher it is to lose weight, because by then your body and your fat have gotten to be really good friends.
0: And Mm -hmm. as we all know,
3: the easiest way for you to find something that you lost around the house is to go out and buy a new replacement. <laughs> Mike, you're <Yeah>. <laughs> Okay, George. <laughs> Have you ever noticed the Roman numerals
5: for 40 are XL? Yeah, yeah. The child's middle name is so he can tell when he's really in trouble. <laughs> Notice when you put the two words together, the uh, two words, the and IRS it's spelled yeah. That's right.
0: After aging great.
5: eventually you will reach a point when you stop lying about your age and start bragging about it. Some people try to turn back their odometers, not me. I want people <laughs> to know why I look this way. I've traveled a long way and a lot of roads were not that paved. Oh, boy. You know when you're getting old when everything either dries up or it leaks. <laughs> <laughs> ah. Being young is beautiful and being old is comfortable, and I guess that's debatable too. <laughs> Keep your arm around on my shoulder and a hand over my mouth, and remember, may you always have love to share, cash to spare, and tires with air and friends who care.
0: There you go. <laughs> The guy uh, Spike
5: Jones. Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
4: that's that's right. You're right. Bless his heart. <laughs> yeah.
5: With all this, with all of this laughter, if anybody's ever, <clears throat> we remember Laurel and Hardy, of course, and uh, they have a. If you go on YouTube uh, and you put infectious laugh uh, in the title, uh, it's a skit with the two of them sitting at a table <laughs> drinking. And, and and it's what it is. If you can't laugh when you watch that one, then you'll probably fall off the chair when you when you see it. Everybody right. should
1: see that one, though.
4: Yeah, you, well, know, you need to laugh every once in a while like
1: that. Funny thing that I did uh, on a flight, 757, just the two of us there, uh, we wanted to play a little prank on the flight attendant. I think I've told this before, but uh, we may have new listeners. I'll tell it again. And, uh, we, um, had a, a dinner tray and we had eaten and it was clear and we had, I take sweet and low, uh, Splenda in my coffee and I opened a packet and I had a credit card and I took it out of my wallet and lined it up. And meanwhile, the first officer had uh, called the flight attendant to come up and, and, um, and take our order or whatever it was, and she came in, and I leaned down, and I had a dollar bill all rolled up, and and uh, I was ready to um, inhale it. And <laughs> true story, true story. <laughs> she didn't think it was too funny, and I, I had to I had to actually tell her to touch it with her finger, you know, and it, it was just sweet and low, and she uh, finally she fly, finally believed it. But uh, you got the single guy with the toilet paper roll. (laughs) You know, Bill Malone used to play tricks on flight crews and he used to bring uh, little clever little jokes like a banana that he had prepared at home. And he had um, taken a needle and thread and and, um, all the way down about a half inch. He had gone around and pulled that thread all the way through without breaking the skin and and then called a flight attendant up or either first or second officer and and told, told us that uh, he was going to cut the banana inside the banana peel without cutting through the peel and of course doing what he did. And I've tried this a couple of times on my uh, nephews and nieces and uh, they are amazed at the joke. But Bill had practiced it So it was absolutely perfect. And when you peel it, each one of those things comes out. I mean, the banana is all sliced all the way down. Oh, wow. (laughs) So, (laughs) but but at any rate, Don, you've got something that came in to you from from a friend.
8: Yes, yes, I do. I received this uh, from a good friend, Rosalind Katie Rush who I knew in uh, Rhode Island, and that's a town in Situate where I grew up. So it was kind of interesting to finally meet her after a few years. Um, She was with Eastern as a flight attendant and ground services agent for many, many years, uh, about 30 years like me. Uh, And these are true stories that she wrote to me. Number one, i I was pass riding on a flight in 1960 from Miami to Nassau when the lady next to me said, I have a headache, and asked me if I had something that I could help her with. I suggested, well, no, but ask the flight attendant, which she did. The flight attendant gave her a little white pill. I believe it was a buffering the lady looked at me and said, "This is a pill with an arrow on it. Which way do I put it in my mouth?"
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, she Was she blonde? do not
8: matter. So she proceeded to ask the flight attendant. The flight attendant appeased her and told her to turn the tablet around. <laughs> so that the arrow's face down. (laughs) Then the lady looked at me again and said, I wonder why. (laughs) (laughs) The the second one was, uh, the flight attendant hung a pair of white fuzzy dice in a DC-9 cockpit as a joke for the pilots. However, the real joke was, that the cleaners stole them Before the crew came <laughs> on board Oh, jeez <laughs>
5: <a>, Yeah, we <laughs> used to hang the rubber <laughs> chicken out the window
8: <laughs> A woman was walking down the concourse At Hartsfield, Atlanta Airport Strutting her stuff But little did she know That she had toilet paper hanging from her backside. <laughs> Boy, Mark Porter, you got a hard act to
1: follow. Before Before we go to Mark, do you, any of you guys have little funny happenings uh, while you were with Eastern or flying or pass riding?
5: Uh, well, I got one to mention. We we used to have that, that rubber chicken, and we used to when we yeah. be pulling into a gate or somebody was parking us, we I used to open up the D V window there and, and hang that chicken out
0: there. The the
5: <laughs> well you're gonna say, Are you yeah. in <laughs> <laughs> a
0: bird strike? No, the bird strike. That's right. You know, well, uh, I tell you
9: one day I went to the uh men's room at New York, that circle of concourse they had back then it was crowded all over the place and when I came out. I was just driving along in full-dress uniform, captain's hat and the whole bit, heading for my airplane. And people were looking at me and looking at me. And I said,
0: what the hell
9: is it? I looked down, and there was a toilet tissue that got stuck to my shoe. and It was about six feet of it coming along behind me. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> when, when, how many people were sitting there watching the Eastern captain drag toilet tissue? I don't know. I was in Paris.
2: <laughs> That always happens. Nobody's going to tell you different. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, I, had one,
2: I got one for you. Um, one of the uh, flight crew when I w- this was in the, when I was in the Air Force. One of the flight crew that was in a training uh, place down in Del Rio, Texas. He was a second lieutenant, and he was learning to fly a T thirty seven. That's a little tiny, two seater jet plane that they teach the pilots to to learn to fly in after Mutabur. he had finished with the Cessna yeah. 172. And he brought back and uh, a friend of mine was the was the uh, trainer that day. He was the captain and him and I and some of the other uh, mechanics would meet. Down. He'd take his uh, captain bars off and he'd come into the airman's club because he liked the, the music and everything. He said it was better than the officer's club. So anyway, the young um, lieutenant writes up. Uh, aircraft has chattering, and I looked at the captain. He he was standing at the end of the wing there, and I looked at him and he says, "That young man is the uh, he's the captain today. He's the pilot in command. You, you talk to him." I said, y- "You sure?" And he said, "Yeah, go talk to him." I said, "Well, what seems to be the problem, lieutenant?" Well, the, the hydraulic system is, is is chattering. I said, "Yeah, that happens every once in a while, uh, because it works on a what they call a, a boron tube mechanism." I won't go into that; it's a lot of technical. But anyway, most of those Thank little you. planes would not chatter because the hydraulics was up to snuff. But some of them, after they get worn a little bit, they started chattering. So I tried to explain this to the lieutenant, and I was only two striper then, you know. So he was—he's all—he was all puffed up about it, and he says, "I want you to do something." I said, "Well, we'll take a look at it, lieutenant." And I figured he'd walk off with the captain. Didn't happen. He says, "I'll wait here while you fix it." And I looked at the captain again. And the captain says, "He's—he's he's the pilot in command." So I opened this panel up, and I look in. Sure enough, it's a little boron thing. You could feel it when the hydraulics was seeping down and bypassing in one of the cylinders, uh, usually uh, nose wheel steering. But anyway, I pinked around with it a little bit and took the logbook out, just like we had on tonight's program, and wrote in there. He, He had put down aircraft chattering, and I put down remove chipmunk from hydraulic system. No <laughs> more. There you
5: go.
2: Okay, this is an Air Force plane. This is not Eastern. So he looks at it and he says, "What are you You can't write that up. I said, I already did. Thank you very much. I'm leaving. And the captain looks <laughs> over his shoulder and smiles and lets it go. You know, didn't say anything. So the next day when I came to work, my shop chief says, Chuck, the uh, commander wants to talk to you down in his office. I said, oh, yeah, what's it about? And he says, I think you know what it's about. So I go down there and I do the reporting stuff. And I, he knew me because I was I a was pretty good pilot uh, at fixing planes back in those days. And the pilots used to appreciate me trying to get in there and get the planes out. So he was a, he was a light colonel. He says, "Um, relax, he said, he didn't didn't say Aaron, he said, Chuck, he says, Chuck, you write this up? I said, yes, I did. He says, that's not a legal write-up, you know that, don't you? I said, yes, sir, I know that. He said, well, why did you do it? I said, because the lieutenant wouldn't listen to me, and I was trying to explain it to him, that the hydraulic system chatters when it gets down to a low um, pressure reading. And it needs to be serviced, either with more hydraulic fluid or replaced. And he says, um, "I hate to tell you this, but this write-up went to the base commander." Oh, jeez.
5: I said, "Oh no, me yeah. oh, yeah. Basic Albright." <laughs> well, I, I well, said, that was,
9: you
2: know, my memory.
5: Ha- I said, well, happened.
9: "What happened?" He
2: says, "The base commander called me." And I had to go get some people to photo. It was photocopy back in those days. And he says I had a photocopy of about 10 people on this write-up you made. I (laughs) said, yeah, well, maybe the lieutenant ought to go back to uh, hydraulic pressure school. And he says, I'll relay that message to the colonel. (laughs) So I left. About three weeks later, I saw my captain and went over to his house for, for dinner. And I said, uh, I didn't hear any more about the uh, chipmunk. He said, that's because the, colonel's, the colonel got to thinking about it for a while, and they, he found out the whole story, and he set that lieutenant back two weeks to go through hydraulic class.
0: He says, oh,
2: you were so lucky. And he says, they could have busted you, and you would have been... Ground Zero on rank, but they never promoted me for the two years I was there on the base.
0: <laughs> I
4: wonder why. <laughs> I wonder why.
2: Well, I got promoted when I went to Vietnam because my uh, my commander there was a full a full bird colonel. He flew F4 fighters,
0: and okay, he worked just- his way up
2: from a private in the Second World War. Went through Korea, and he was in, and uh, he heard about me over in the transit section. Hey Chuck. a couple of other guys, and they wanted me to come over, and I reported, and he says, I've been re-
1: Okay. Hey, uh, hey,
3: Neil. When Neil. the
1: story goes too long, then we cut them off. Go ahead, uh George.
3: Yeah, do you, do you remember Joe Mitchell?
1: Uh he, That he, name sounds familiar. Yeah, yeah he was
3: Mitchell. he was the New York-based Eastern captain, and... He was one of the few guys in New York. Remember all the drafts they used to call you in the middle of the night to get up? You know, you've got to go to pick up a trip at 6 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Well, yeah. one night, Mitchell's home, and his phone rings, and he was sleeping, and he just picked it up. And the scheduler says, uh, hello, Captain Mitchell, this is crew schedule. We need you for a flight that departs LaGuardia at 630 in the morning. Well, Mitchell was pretty quick on his feet. So he tells the guy, hang on, and he holds the phone up. And he's you know, close enough so that the schedule could hear him And he says in a loud voice He says, hey sweetheart I don't know who the hell this guy is on the phone But it sounds like you might be looking for your old man Does he work for an airline or something? <laughs>
0: and,
3: and his wife caught on right away And she, she picked up the phone And she said uh, You know, the, the crew schedule repeated that And she goes, well wait a minute, wait a minute he, He's not here she Said he, He's out on a trip, isn't he? and And then the cruise schedule he must have, he must have got a pretty quick wit because he said, "You know what? I just checked, and I made a mistake. He is out on a trip. Thanks and have a good night. <laughs> 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 George, we're going
1: to have to use that when we do the history of uh, cruise skid. that's a good one
3: <laughs> there you go, <laughs> there you go.
1: Damn, that's, that's a, a good story, that's 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 very
3: true Chris Mitchell yeah, told you me that re- uh, remember.
5: Joe Mitchell was—he had two sons that worked for Eastern Airlines, and one of them died in that Eastern Al- the crash of the DC-7 off of, off of Jones Beach. His oldest mm-hmm. son. And, yeah, And the other class. one died of cancer.
1: Oh wow! Okay. Uh-huh. Now, Jim Holder, Jim Holder, you had uh, one that you wanted to tell us.
9: Uh. No, I forgot what it was <laughs> so, I'll I I I I tell you this much uh, I flew the T-37 At Craig Air Force Base I learned to fly the t alive With a twin-engine jet And that's a lot for a guy from Mississippi that, You know, all that been flying kites Nothing else
1: Did you, did but, you fly, uh, did it, find any chipmunks? <laughs> did I what? Did you find any chipmunks?
9: No, I was going to tell you I did not ever find any chipmunks at all, and I looked and looked and looked. I found a couple of turtles and one copperhead, I
2: think, but uh, that was
0: a different story. <laughs> That's because
2: okay. your airplane didn't have uh, bypassing actuators.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh well, it's
1: been good, good laughing, good, good, good wholesome laughing tonight. No dirty jokes. By golly, you can tell jokes without them being uh, a little bit yeah. off color. So uh, we accomplished yeah, that tonight.
5: Maybe we can yeah, ask Mark so- about Eastern Eastern 3 and why why they put the, one of the
1: 767s in the mud. Hey, oh, Mark, yeah. tell us about oh, yeah. it. Mark?
4: We, we want to hear about that, though. That's not a good well, story.
1: Yeah, well, uh, as soon as I can. Okay, Mark, you're on the air. Go ahead and tell us about it. Um, well, right now I'm going to skip that. But uh, right now,
10: Eastern has uh, they picked up pace, and they have two um, two hundred models, seven six seven two hundred in the paint shop, and they have uh, the seven six seven three hundred um, series at uh, the Miami Airport waiting to go into the paint shop, just literally. So once that's done, the whole fleet will be painted. Wow, and they have. Um,
4: what and, colors do they paint the mark? Are, are they oh. the, the colors like they had with the uh, Eastern and those stripes? or Are they just the normal Eastern color?
10: No, it's a it's a new uh, uh, fancy livery with the yellows and the reds and uh, the I mean the blues and the whites and the white fuselage. It's very pretty
9: all of the airplanes be the same
10: yeah thank you
9: co- mm-hmm.
10: yeah it was a worry that they were going to paint each one a different color but so mm-hmm. far they have four that have come out and they're all the same all the same color scheme so at mm-hmm. this point in time I don't think they'll have, they'll switch it and um, uh, but they, they are getting a lot of 777's and I, I sit there and I I see that they have two 747 freighters in their fleet of Alta. And so, or yeah, so I wonder if they're getting more and what they're going to be using those freighters for. Is it going to be to Asia, South America? Because uh, 747 can hold a lot. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, maybe it'll just be a, a salmon. Uh, Alaska
1: Manhattan run. <laughs> yeah. For all the sushi shops there. But, um, you can smell it. You'll be able to smell it on final. <laughs> yeah, no lie. Yeah. Uh, um,
0: they're they're doing the Guayaquil, carefully.
1: and
10: Guayaquil looks very good. Um, and they, uh, as you know, have hired a lot of flight attendants from Guayaquil and from uh, Georgetown. Um, and they have a very devoted um, flight uh, staff, uh, from pilots to flight attendants, and they all seem to seems like a very tight unit, and they all seem to get along very well. Like sort of a, I guess the old days must have been like, because um, you, you when you talk to the, the 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 American Airlines people and the United, some, some don't even know who each other is, and. Uh they're so scattered, whereas Eastern's so small, everyone knows everyone.
1: You know, Mark, uh right. we've been getting some new members uh on the website and I just wonder whether some of the uh new Eastern employees are finding their way to our website and listening in. I hope so. Oh they
10: yeah, do. Uh, not, some of yeah, the really listened and um mm-hmm. Uh, they'll tell me afterwards the show is great. And uh, right. so they they do like your show. And um, I, I think uh, I think once the CEO comes on and gives everyone the green light that they can speak up, uh, then they will. Good. They've got a good. good mechanic, good pilot. Uh, any of the stuff that was negative at the beginning has all come to a cohesion and it seems to be running very well.
0: Oh nice.
1: Good. Very good.
0: So yeah.
2: can we uh, figure uh, out what's the total count a... for airplanes now? Do I? Have you can you figure out how many airplanes they actually have now?
10: Well they have the eight seven six seven and they have the one seven 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 and then Alta, the sister company of Eastern, which is run by Richard Woolley, has Five seven six seven, two, seven, four sevens, two DC ten dash thirties, and mm. yeah, that's wow. it. and two of the, wow. the uh, three, three of the five seven six sevens are seven six seven three hundred domestics.
8: Um, mm-hmm.
10: uh, and uh, those came from, I believe it is Shanghai Airlines, and they're would be the youngest of the fleet. They're 18 years old or something. Um, and they'd be, since their fuel consumption is less than the, the um, extra range, they would be perfect for the domestic routes here in the United States. Uh, John F. Kennedy to San Diego, um, even into you know San Juan and
0: uh,
10: routes like that that don't require mm-hmm. the extra range.
1: Very good report, Mark. <laughs> Thank you very much. Appreciate it. That's right. We are yeah. I out of time ear, ear,
10: I put on the earphones tonight so you could hear me better.
1: Yes, it's we better, can. Much better.
10: Yeah.
4: Coming in real clear. Excellent. Yeah.
1: Well, uh, Dorothy, we I have had a good had a, idea you, for
4: Haiti. You? you want to hear my
10: idea for Haiti.
1: Yeah. See, I had
10: been pushing. I had been pushing the the CEO mm-hmm. to allow um, surfboards free. And so he went one step further. Yeah. And so he went one step further on the Los Cabos flight, and it's surfboards, golf clubs, tennis rackets, and bicycles are free. Oh, oh my man. God. My great idea. idea. All the way to tell. So I had a great idea, and I sent him an email on this: is that Tahiti, say, bicycles are 50 bucks round trip, but they're never coming back.
0: Yeah. The bicycles are
10: never coming back.
0: They'll so be left there. Yeah.
1: yeah. Very good Well thanks again Mark And uh, Dorothy uh, What do we got coming up And we've got a few new uh, members That have joined us uh, Can you tell us about that Uh, Uh, that?
4: I want to tell you We have now 1,050 members And we have four additional uh, new members That's why I was wondering Mark If any of these people were uh, Someone from the New Eastern Because they really didn't put any information In there uh, the first gentleman is Ernie Botts, uh B-O-E-T-Z. No, Ernie is an
1: Eastern pilot, uh, Dorothy. Okay. Ernie was hired in my class. I thought I'd sent that to you. Okay. He, uh, so, yeah, he and I were in a, uh, no, he was a class ahead of me. Excuse me.
4: Ah, okay. And he yeah, was 85 years old and uh, living in Atlanta. And he worked out of Atlanta, so he is an Eastern captain. Yeah, And the next one was a gentleman The last name was Parga, P-U-R-G-A-R, P-U-R-G-A-R. Uh, He was 78 years old From Johnson City, Tennessee uh, The next gentleman we had was Alvin Whitehouse, head, Whitehead And he was 49 years old Out of Texas And the last one that we had uh, That joined on the 19th Was John O'Neill and he joined us July 19th, as I said. So, unfortunately, if they don't listen, list, list in uh, any of the application, it's hard for me to say who they're, who they are, where they're from, if they're Eastern enthusiasts or or Eastern employees, so it would be great if we could get them just to fill in a little bit more information, uh, and better yet, if they came aboard on uh, Monday or Thursday and gave us uh, that personally, it would be super. Anyway, we have our Thursday Reaper show that comes up every single Thursday at 3 p.m., and we have uh, Captain Neil on there, and Don, and we have Jim Holder that joins, Mike Scott, and even um, Chuck Albright. So, gals and guys, feel free to join us. We have a lot of fun. And that's at 3 p.m. And anyone that wants to see any archive episodes, that will be up on our EAL Reaper Radio Hour Blog Talk radio uh, website. So, please uh, check it out when you need to see anything that we've done on Thursdays. Um, I also want to mention. Uh, some of our future shows coming up. Our next program is the dance music of the bands in the 60s followed by history of the crew schedule and then we have a dance band of the 70s that's going to follow that and uh, uh, retirement over the history of commercial aviation and we're also going to do a program on the history of air safety and bird strikes. So we have a a number of good ones coming up, so be sure to check on our website and check on the e blast that we send out every um, Wednesday for our Thursday show. And if you know of someone that doesn't get a copy of that, please be, feel free to uh, email me the uh, email address and I'll be happy to see that they get that. Um, I also want to mention at this time our thanks to the Retired Eastern Pilots Association their generosity and uh, their donation to us and uh, they are in our platinum falcon sponsor list on our website we also have some members who have donated in the gold, silver and falcon um, relationships so please check up there on the website under the sponsorships and you'll be sure to see the list of names that have donated. Uh, please remember we're still looking for donors to be sponsors to help us keep the radio voice of Eastern Airlines going strong across the airwaves la- air of our wonderful planet Earth. That's right, we're in many countries across of gold. When you send in your donation of $40, you'll receive the signed copy of Neil's book, Wings of Many. It's a fun read by Eastern people back in the days of Eastern air transport to the wings of man and America's favorite way to fly. And any correspondence uh, and donations can be made out to the EAL radio show and can be sent directly to Captain Neil Holland at 9776 San Jose Boulevard, Suite 12D in Jacksonville, Florida, 32257. Why not be a sponsor by sending your donation to keep the radio voice of Eastern Airlines alive and well and well into 221? And now I see we are in a range of our point of departure on this comply with us flight. So, Jim, would you please put us down gently on the Atlanta
1: runway? Well, uh, I want to ask uh, Jim Holder, um, are you still with us, Jim? Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, I didn't want to ask you, I just want to let you know. Excuse me. I received a letter from Auburn University. And uh-huh. as you know, as you know, that's where our scholarship program is for the pilots.
0: Yeah, and, we
1: uh-huh. uh, got a letter from them saying that, uh, our, our, uh, balance is uh, real good, even though the market uh, has not been, you know, it's been fluctuating quite a bit, but, mm-hmm. uh, I think, I think right now it's still around $112,000 in the count.
7: And no, as you
1: know, cool. it's, uh, it's there in perpetuity, and we'll continue – Eastern uh, Retired Pilots Association will continue giving mm-hmm. scholarships out to, to two individuals each year at Auburn mm-hmm. University. And these uh, folks uh, are in their junior year, uh, and it has to be in aviation management or the flight Um mm-hmm. Courses and we've got very
9: nice thank you letters from
0: those guys, those people. Uh, Yeah, Yeah, we sure have. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, and put out the word that I'm still looking for someone to take and help me out with that, even though it doesn't require anything except to uh, get a letter. But um, I'd like to show an individual uh, if something uh, happens to me or we go off the air or whatever, that uh, they'd be able to. pitch in and communicate with Auburn University and uh, so if you know anybody that wants you know everyone that was uh, in the first uh, original group that started when Gene Casadabon Captain Casadabon thought of the idea of having a scholarship program we had about six board members and uh, I'm the last guy standing now so everyone's <laughs> passed away and uh, if anybody wants to uh, join me and and uh, keep uh, track of uh, the students at, at Auburn. Then uh, certainly welcome. Any uh, thing you want to mention about uh, REPA and uh, about the ballots and the newsletter and so forth, Jim? Before we sign off.
9: Well, uh, right now is a
0: little
1: bit of uh,
9: uh, up in the air, a little bit about things. I hope we'll be able to come out with something uh, shortly on exactly what's going to be happening.
0: Okay.
1: Okay, with that, I'm going to let Captain Hop Harrigan land the airplane today. We haven't heard from Hop in a while. So, <laughs> Hop, let's see if we can get you to land the airplane.
0: 4 calling control tower. The X-4 calling control tower. Standing by.
2: on July 27th when America's favorite way to fly returns to the cyber waves, and we share the great music and bands of the 1960s along with Eastern history you may not have heard that you may not have heard before and we hope you will join us then don't forget to tune in Thursday at 3 o'clock Eastern time for the REAPA Radio Hour stories by pilots of Eastern Airlines If you haven't heard one of these broadcasts, you're really missing out great Eastern talk. Our producer is telling me it's time to say goodbye. This is Chuck Albright, Eastern employee number 08162, signing off on behalf of our hosts, Dorothy and Don, Mike Scott, Colleen DeFlee, George Jin, Mike Potter, and our producer, Neil Holland playing the sign-off music made popular by Merle Haggard, Silver Wing.
6: left me standing here behind, Silver Wing.
2: Good night, Eastern family and friends from around the world, and good night, Eastern Airlines, wherever you are. We love you, Eastern. Now, all of us, when I count to three...
0: One, two, three. Good night, Eastern. Good night, we
6: Eastern. You. Good night, you. Eastern. Slowly fading out of sight. Taking you away, and leaving me
0: lonely, silver wings, slowly fading out of sight,
1: slowly fading out of sight. Good night, guys. Great show.
5: Good night. Good to laugh. Good night. Good good, good, good,
1: good good night, Dorothy. Good night, Don. Good
4: night. Good Talk to everybody soon. Bye-bye. Later, guys.